You're listening to the Vibrant Happy Women Podcast, episode number 52. I've just tried to push that fear so far away. And I just say that like I deserve and am excited to go after my dream life. Welcome to the Vibrant Happy Women Podcast, stories of vibrant women living happy lives. And now your host, Jen Riday. Hey there, Jen here, and welcome back to Vibrant Happy Women. On our last episode, I spoke with Carol Egan all about getting healthier. And amazingly enough, she is joining us in the Vibrant Happy Women Academy starting today for the two-week Get Healthier Challenge. And she has some levels. So if you don't fill up to something really hard, she has a level three, a level two, and then all the way up to level one, where it will be really eating healthier for two weeks. So we'd love to have you join us. That's at vibranthappywomenacademy.com. And today I'll be talking with Lauren Brill, and she is the founder of Sweet Lauren's, a natural cookie company. And her story began, you know, over a decade ago when she developed Hodgkin's lymphoma at the age of 22. And she was cured a year later, but the whole thing shook her up, which of course it would. And she decided to grab life by the horns and live fully. And she really does. She's a Hatha yoga instructor, and she has some great tips throughout this episode about really living the life you want. And one thing that struck me is that she even said she doesn't have room for negative people in her life. She has zero tolerance. And I thought that is a healthy boundary. Zero tolerance for negative people. So let's go ahead and dive in and listen to Lauren's story. Lauren Brill is a 32-year-old New York City born and bred foodie and healthy lifestyle entrepreneur. She's the founder and CEO of Sweet Lauren's, a cookie dough company founded on the promise of delicious taste and better for you ingredients. Lauren is also a certified Hatha yoga instructor and blogger for the Huffington Post. In her free time, Lauren loves to travel, laugh, have spontaneous adventures, swim in warm water, not cold, right? And cook with friends, try new restaurants, do triathlons, paddleboard, wakeboard, ski, spin, paint, and drink good wine. Wow, you are eclectic, Lauren. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Great to be here. We always start off our show with our guests' favorite quotes. So which quote would you like to share with us today? I think one of my favorite quotes that inspires me all the time is that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm. So how have you applied that one in your life? I apply it to everything I do, really. I think that fear is really what holds us back most of the time from following our dreams or doing things that, you know, most of us, when we sit down and like really focus on what what our dream life could be. You could imagine it, you can tell it, but we're scared for some reason. So I think I've just tried to push that fear so far away. And I just say that like I deserve and am excited to go after my dream life. And so um, I know for sure if I don't go after it, there's no way it's going to happen. So I'm going to go for it and give it 100%. And every time I've done that, I've gotten my dream. So I just think, you know, dreams are out there and you're able to catch them, but you have to put the hard work in. Yeah, that's right. And do you feel like the fear grows less over time? Or is it always just there and you have to keep pushing it away? I do think that the fear is always there. I think that when you do something for the first time, it seems so scary. And then you realize that you can do it. And then that it builds a confidence. And then it's easy to do it a second time and a third time. 
but then you want to try something new and the fear comes up again. So I think that the fear is always there. And I think, I do think sometimes your dreams get bigger and bigger. So even though, you know, you can have a proven track record that you can go after big things, you know, if you want bigger things, you know, that fear creeps up. And I think that you have to let it empower you. You have to be excited about the journey of going after your dreams. Right. And let it empower you, like you said. Well, let's dive into your low point. It's something hard for you that you've struggled with in the past, but you're still vibrant and happy despite it. Sure. I mean, I think I can talk about really the catalyst for starting my business, Sweet Lauren's. I went through a really hard time, but it actually became the seed from which my business started. So I was a Hatha yoga instructor when I was 18. So I've always been interested in health and wellness and kind of led this lifestyle. And then um, right after I graduated college, just two months after I graduated college, I was 22 years old, the lymph nodes in my neck got very swollen. And I woke up one morning and it just didn't feel right. And I went to my mom's doctor who was an oncologist. And at 22 years old, I think you feel pretty invincible. And I looked very healthy on the outside. And my doctor said to me, you either have nothing at all or you have Hodgkin's lymphoma. Ugh. And I didn't even believe that I could possibly have Hodgkin's or a type of cancer. I didn't even Google it because there was just no way in my mind that that was my life. That's not how I ever envisioned my life. That's, you know, it just, it wasn't a fear that had even crossed. So I basically realized that, you know, it took a month of testing. They found out that it was Hodgkin's lymphoma stage two, and that I would have to start chemo treatment immediately. And Thankfully, I was totally cured after a year of treatment and doctor's appointments, but it changed my life forever. I started to look at the world in a much different way. I realized how important it was to really live life to the fullest every day and that it was our responsibility to kind of go after our dreams because life is so precious. And that food was in a huge part of the healing and energy process. And I realized that you really have to take your life into your own hands too. My doctor, who was amazing, was, you know, really nutrition wasn't what he taught. And so I had to go on that journey on my own. And so the second I started treatment, I started to study nutrition and cut out anything processed or refined or hydrogenated, um, anything artificial, anything that really wasn't whole and natural and real. And I have such a sweet tooth. I've always had a huge sweet tooth and I eat a really healthy balanced diet, but a uh, sweet tooth is the balance in that. But I don't want to eat anything processed or artificial when I want to indulge because I don't even want that in my body anymore. And mm -hmm. so I realized just out of a personal need, I was going to have to create my own recipes if I wanted delicious cookies. And that's really how my business began. And so I started to create my own recipes. Other people started buying it. And I just realized that everyone I spoke to wanted healthier, delicious, conscious cookies. And so I created a cookie dough company so that anyone could buy our products in a supermarket and bake it fresh at home and have a great experience where they don't have to compromise on taste or ingredients. Yum. So we're recording this close to dinner time, And of course, now my mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> so we could find Sweet Lauren's in any grocery store. We're in several grocery stores, not any single one mm -hmm. yet, but mm -hmm. we're in sold in the refrigerated dairy section okay. where other cookie doughs are sold. In all Publix, Kroger, supermarkets, Wegmans, ShopRite, Harris Teeter, Hannaford, the Fresh Market, Whole Foods in Southern California and Northeast area, 
and many other supermarkets. You can go to our website at sweetlawrence.com and punch your zip code into our store locator and wherever supermarkets are close to you that carry our products will pop up. So it's S-W-E-E-T-L-O-R-E-N-S.com. Amazing. So you're huge. So I'm trying to piece it together. I know you're 32 now. So in 10 years, you battled cancer and overcame that. And then you started this business. How did you grow it so fast? <laughs> That's <laughs> sweet of you. I feel like it's actually taken a turn, Indy. <laughs> well, it's a combination of happening organically and also just really finding something that I was passionate about and that I really wanted to turn into a business. So 22 got sick. The seed for Sweet Lauren started to grow. 23 was cured. And Worked in other companies for a couple years, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. That's really what I say because, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I didn't jump into Sweet Lawrence immediately. But I did take some other jobs and realized how miserable I was working for someone else and how really precious this life is and how big of a story I felt like I had to tell. And then I had these gifts, these recipes that it was almost my responsibility to find a way to get them into the marketplace and improve our food industry and create a brand that was reliable and conscious that the next generation could grow up on, you know, that people could rely on, that women could buy, that men, whoever has a sweet tooth could really trust. And so at 26, I entered a baking contest and won. And the judge came up to me and said, you need to do something with this. And this switch just went off in my head where I felt like this was what I was supposed to do with my life. And I quit my job and I started Sweet Lauren's the next week. And Immediately, you know, I just realized that in order to build a business from the ground up, you were going to have to hustle your butt off. And I don't think you can even explain that. I think it's like, you know, it's imagine going 150 miles an hour, you know, seven days a week, just it's all you think about. And so, but when it's something that you love and it's something that starts growing and has legs of its own and something that makes people really happy, it just is this magical combination that has its own driving force and you're just kind of, there to guide it along and keep up with it and make sure that it stays on course. So um, I just emailed everyone I knew. And I was like, ah, and my mom emailed everyone that she knew. And, you know, it was like, Lauren starting a natural baked goods company. Does anyone have any contacts? And, you know, immediately some people replied. And my first customer was a company that made healthy food for schools. And so I started making some cookies for them. And then I started to really study supermarkets in the food industry. And I just got set up on a meeting with Whole Foods way before I had a packaged product, but I just wanted to pick their brain and to see what they were looking for. And they loved my tasting and they placed an order for cookie dough the very next day. Yes, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. And that was awesome because that was a turning point to like having a real business Mm -hmm. and being considered, you know, very trustworthy. And I just jumped in. I learned how to work with factories and produce packaging and how to brand products and a month after I launched in Whole Foods, I won a contest called the Next Big Small Brand for Food. And it was this big New York City food contest. And um, I won the People's Choice Award and the Next Big Small Brand. And that was very validating because it showed a need in the marketplace and it showed that I could do it. And I think I needed to feel that because when you're starting something at the very beginning, of course, your family and friends are very sweet. But, you know, I, I didn't want it to be about everyone just you know, the people closest to me loving it, I wanted this to have a real impact on the industry. And so, and the second I won that contest, we got national press. And I never realized that the story would be so important. I kind of never thought I'd even talk about being sick again, because why would anyone want to 
talk about a hard time. You know, it's not very appetizing Mm -hmm. when you're talking about cookies. But I quickly learned that it was really authentic and it's what people really wanted to hear. And it's the reason why I started the business. And so I have to tell it. Awesome. Well, that's quite a story. And so now are you still growing and and how's your business, you know, moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. So we are super excited to be growing into more supermarkets across the country and introducing new products as well. Oh, really? Like what? We can't reveal yet, but in the next couple months, we'll let you know, but some really exciting products. If you sign up for our newsletter on our website, you'll be the first to hear about it. So cool. Well, let's move forward. And what advice would you give to others who are struggling, maybe with something similar or maybe with growing a business? Any advice? I think the best advice I can give is, you know, it's not about anyone else. It really is about you. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You have to find, I think you have to use that time where things aren't flowing. Maybe, you know, if you feel like you're going through a hard time, use it in a positive way to really get to know yourself, to really dig super deep, which some people never, ever do in their life and find out who you really are, what your dreams are, what your dream life is, what you're passionate about. And once you have that really clear vision I think create a really positive attitude and do everything you can to just surround yourself with uplifting um, good things. And that positivity and energy will create a life of its own that will help ride you forward and really think put you in, you know, your happy place. And I think that as long as you use the hard times as lessons learned, life becomes so much more delicious and interesting and can really put you on the right path. I mean, I can't say that I would want to wish, you know, the things that have happened to me upon myself, but I can say that my life is so much richer and deeper because of what's happened. It taught me so many lessons and put me on the path that is so authentic and feels, you know, I'm just very intentional with how I spend my time and what I want to do. And I think that that's a gift. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important, though, to surround yourself with positive energy and a positive attitude and and be gentle on yourself. Be gentle on yourself. Give yourself all the things that make you happy and really take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. And are there any people that are still in your life that are kind of negative? Do you just limit those interactions or how do you handle that? I really don't keep anyone who's negative in my life. Yes. I have zero tolerance. You, you are that. my kind of girl. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> but I knew I had to ask that question because I am asked that question all the time. And I wondered what you would say. Zero tolerance. <laughs> zero tolerance, people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know anyone like that anymore. <laughs> Perfect. And so what's exciting you or how are you living a vibrant and happy life today? I'm super excited about a lot of things in my life. I think that what's helped me have a vibrant, happy, healthy life is really looking at life like it's a whole wheel. It's a whole pie. It's not just one thing. If I only focused on my business and ignored everything else, I wouldn't feel full and happy. So to me, happiness is really having balance and fullness in every slice of my life. And so I take the time to give 100% to my business, then to my friends, then to myself, you know, The biggest thing that I think I'm working on this year is like finding my romantic partner. I haven't really put energy and time into that because I've been so focused on other things, but 
feels really good to be in a place where I'm like, oh, now I get to focus on that and put energy into that direction. And I think that as long as you keep looking at all the aspects of your life that are important to you, then and keep feeding it and nourishing it and making smart decisions in it, then you can lead a really vibrant, happy, full life. And do you feel like as you make one area of your life more balanced and vibrant and happy that all the other areas come along for the ride? Um, in a certain way, I think everything takes work and things aren't, they're not, you know, it's not a copy and paste. So I work very, very hard on my business, on motivating our team, on finding the best people and creating the best products. That doesn't mean that my romantic life just like magically follows. I think you need to really make space and time for, you know, all the other parts of your life. But I do think that once you start growing parts of your life that are really amazing, like my business, like my friends, my family, travel, all the things that I love to do, you realize what makes you happy and that you're not going to settle for anything less. And Mm. so it becomes very easy to say yes and no to opportunities. Right. You're not going to settle. Well, tell us something you're currently struggling with. Right now, I would say we're currently struggling with Does it have to be business personal? Does it matter? You personally, yeah. Personally. Personally, I would say finding the right person to date. Mm. I would say that I've had a lot of fun dating and it's been great because I've grown a lot, but it's the one area of my life that I haven't found my partner, like my partner in crime. So I would say, I wouldn't call it a struggle in that it's something that's, you know, I think unattainable. I think it's just, it's something that you can't just build yourself, right? Like I'm, I'm trying to connect to an, another human being who also has dreams and a lifestyle. And, you know, you have to find someone who you gel well with and create a lifestyle together with. And so I think that's been the one area that it doesn't matter how hard I like, you know, I can't build that. It, it has to come from someone else mm-hmm. and we have to connect. So right. right. That's the area I'm working on this year. Yeah, where you're focusing. I just have this feeling that someone's going to email you from listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll be at my wedding then. I would love that more than anything. (laughs) Well, if they want to. No, I'm just kidding. Where where could they find you, Lauren? Um, yeah, email us, email us at info at sweetlaurens.com if you have any suggestions of eligible bachelors. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. All right. Tell us a habit that has contributed to your success. I would say waking up every day and really being grateful and having a clear head, whether that's like a really good workout for you or meditation, but really starting the day grateful with a clear head and strong. And then being able to prioritize. Every day I do a priority list of what is most important that needs to get done that day, whether it's personal or business, whether it's about me or something I need to do with my team. And I really find that that is what helps get so much accomplished every day. And it's a really great pattern habit to get into. And every day, just when you start off really strong, happy and healthy, you can kind of handle whatever comes that day especially with a really great attitude and it makes life super enjoyable. And a favorite easy meal. Favorite easy meal. What I've been really into lately is making plantains. I love plantains and baking them until soft and then um, kind of cutting them in the middle and then kind of stuffing them with whatever you'd like. So um, shredded chicken or shredded vegetables 
And it's just a really easy and delicious and interesting meal. Yum. I mean, I can't even imagine, but that sounds really good. So yeah, I'm going to try it. I love it. <laughs> Healthy and fresh and all the things that I love. Hmm. And your favorite kitchen gadget? My favorite kitchen gadget would probably be a cast iron skillet because I think it can cook steaks unbelievably. And then also you can actually put our cookie dough in skillets and bake it in the oven and it turns into like a warm cookie cake. And I serve that at dinner parties all the time and just take it out of the oven and put like a scoop of ice cream on top um, and some berries. And then everyone just gets a spoon and can dig in. And it's just, it's just pure happiness. So fun. I love that idea. I'm going to do that. And your favorite book? My favorite book would probably be Steve Jobs' biography. It really inspired me. Yeah, he had a vision, didn't he? I mean, he knew 30 years ago what the iPad would look like. (laughs) He was so, so dedicated. He was so dedicated to his vision and to really having no excuses to have an an excellent, excellent product. Hmm. And, you know, I I super, and he was a hippie on the inside. (laughs) And he had a hard childhood. He went through a lot of struggles. Um, So I just, I was very inspired by him. Yeah. And the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I think I've ever received, um, I'd say there are two things. One, my mom would say to me, you've got to be strong. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it really is the best advice. If you're strong mentally and physically, you can really get through anything. Life becomes really a joy. You feel very empowered. And I also would say that Hoda Kotb once told me, you don't scare me. Um, that's just like the way she looked at life. Like you don't scare me. And I find that so empowering too, because truly we all deep down know what, what would our dream life would look like, what would make us beyond happy and grateful to be alive. And it's just fear that holds us back. And so, you know, I think like you have to laugh at fear and just like absolutely take on the responsibility of going forward with, you know, making your dreams come true. And and you said that was Hoda. Hoda Kotb, K-O-T-B. She's K-O-T-B. on the Today Show. She, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Okay. Yeah. Well, you mentioned you got to be strong. I know people are just wondering, but what do you do to be physically and mentally strong? Is there just one little thing you do each day that helps with that? I think it's really a training. Like I've been, you know, I was a yoga instructor when I was 18. I've always been interested in, I've always been an athlete. And so I think that, it's really important to take care of your body and to make it happy and healthy and work at its optimal level. And so everyone has a, a different body type and different enjoys different types of exercises. So it's not one size fits all. But personally, I love being on the water. I love like water skiing and paddle boarding and swimming. I also love um, triathlon. So I really love to run and to bike. And I think that, you know, it's fun just for me to try different things and be physically challenged in different ways. But I think that if you can find some things physically active that really you get excited about, you only get better the more you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it becomes, I think, really enjoyable over time. Okay. And, you know, I always try to meditate and just really clear my head and really connect with my gut and with my instincts and where I'm at at the moment and just try to honor it and take care of it you know, and Mm -hmm. I think that's the best thing you can do. I agree with both. Very good. 
Well, I want to tell our listeners they can find links to what we've been discussing to Lauren's website and those delicious cookies mm-hmm. and, and also her favorite book and other things by going to our show notes page at jenriday.com forward slash 52. And now my favorite question, Lauren, the happiness formula. If you had to create a three to five part formula of things that really make you the happiest, what would you put there? I would say, firstly, digging deep and listening to your gut. Combine that with honoring your dreams, going for it 100% with a great positive attitude, and making sure that your life is full. Mm, That's great. Perfect. Well, one final thing before we say goodbye, give our, our listeners a challenge, a parting challenge. I would say I challenge anyone listening to let go of fear, to really dig deep and look at their life and see if there's any area where they would want to change and wake up tomorrow and have zero excuses to not go after it, to really just throw fear aside. And I think you'll be really pleasantly surprised with what you find. Great advice. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Lauren. This was really inspiring for me and I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much. I love how Lauren's living her dreams and spending time on the things she loves. And I was especially impressed, like I said at the beginning, about her zero tolerance policy for negativity. Pretty cool. And it made me think of a meditation I created all about having healthy boundaries. And I want to give you a copy of that. You can get that by going to jenride.com forward slash meditate. And that will come in an email and enjoy. It's 10 minutes long and you can do it any morning. And you know, why do we need healthier boundaries? Well, you know, boundaries protect our energy. And there are always those people in our lives that leave us feeling drained or frustrated or sad. And establishing that boundary will help us in those interactions. Now, granted, we can't cut off every negative person in our lives, especially if they're family, but we can establish those boundaries to preserve our energy. So again, grab that free meditation at jenriday.com forward slash meditate. All right, make it a great week and I will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Vibrant Happy Women podcast at www.jenriday.com.